top of the morning to you. You too? So early. It's St. Patrick's Day today. Uh, yeah. Lots of gold and rainbow marshmallows. And yep. All that stuff. Green beer. That's it. That's Rub. what I was talking yeah. about. Yeah. Classic St. Patrick's Day stuff. Guinness. Irish Spring Sport. Whoa. Right? I, I yeah. Yeah, I guess so. How's it going? Great. Yeah. Yeah. How about with you? Oh, okay. Just hanging out. Drinking your green coffee. Yeah, this getting, morning. Getting blasted on my green coffee. Bailey's Irish cream. Yeah. It's the best cream. For today it is at least. Right, yeah. Do you think Johnny Domino is Irish? They're Italian, right? Frank Dominguez? Maybe, but Johnny has like that reddish hair. That's true. I wonder. Maybe his maybe his mother. Yeah, I think she had red hair in that flashback, right? Well, you're going off the TV show now. You can't. That's not. Yeah. You, you got to go off the comic. Okay. Well, I mean, either way. I don't think we see his mother in the comic ever. No, I don't know. I, I don't think so either. I think we just see his dad and they mention his grandfather or something. Uh, I'll leave. I'll leave figuring out his lore to you. Okay. I'm disappointed because I, I never put forth any thought <laughs> into that. What is his background? Ever. I couldn't find any other appearances of Johnny Domino on TV. I think we've, I think this is the last of it. We've seen all of them. Dang. I know. It's sad. But worthwhile. I mean, this is pretty good. I guess we should get this train on the track. I mean, I would be shocked if there was like a similar to this comic that we read where there's like an Ultra Force kind of massive oh. big bad and they kind of do one of those things that they would always do in the x-men animated series where they just have a brief like one-off background cameo of like all the characters in universe with the mutants and stuff so maybe there's a chance that they do that in one of these episodes with nightman just standing there like looking up at the sky or something when some catastrophe has happened now I mean, he would be blowing sacks like looking at the sky He's got to blow sacks on the building tops. <laughs> but yeah, I hope they do. I, I guess we got to find those. We got to find all the cameos in Nightman now. I did love that he was doing that. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Well, let's get this train on the tracks. <laughs> Wraps up Black Tongues Comics. Uh, I guess once again, aka Night Talk. I'm Dave, and I'm Donnie. Yeah, this this counts as Night Talk. I would say probably the last one. I don't think we're gonna have any other TV shows with Nightman, which sucks. But when they reboot it, when they finally realize their mistakes, then we'll we'll bring it back. I'll hold on to. I'll keep the drop on the board. I guess. Uh, I thought we were going to decide on a new drop. The implications makes its return. Or read some fucking emails. What what emails will we read? We're not reading any emails, but <laughs> Jamie Johnson from... likes to read email. Yeah. <laughs> this, this one's from... Uh... And I love that drop. <laughs> right, yeah. I do love that drop. We could read your work emails over the show. Yeah, I could. As you yeah. get them through the episodes. I mean... Yeah, this is from 123 Mortgage or something. Oh, here's here's the new home listings in the central Columbus area that have come up today. We could do that. Fuck. Let's just yeah, talk that's about like, new, yeah, that's kind of fun, right? Like, look at this piece of shit. Or like, oh, yeah, I'm going to totally try to move into this one. Anyway, well, maybe maybe next week we'll talk about realty. But this week we're talking about Ultra Force, the night and the Nightman. The all-new Exiles and Black September. So a lot of uh, Malibu comics going on today. Um, but yeah, let's start with... Night Talk. The, the most important part, because Nightman didn't actually appear in the other books, which is yes, very disappointing. Did. Wait, didn't yes, he? Yes, he did. Which one? Black September. Really? Where was he in Black yep. September? Page 30. I noted the exact page. Oh, okay. I'll it's it's 
only the thing I was just talking about, where it's okay. a colossal, like, universe-wide catastrophe happening. They briefly show a quick one single, like, picture of uh, all the characters from all their different books. And there is Nightman in the bottom left-hand corner of this big uh, cross-universe photo. Well, He's just looking up at the sky as uh, that girl, Amber, rebirths the new world. Oh, okay. Well, I'll have to look at that again. So you just got to find all the books of that, I guess. That's just, I guess that's our next job. We're just reading nothing but Malibu comics from here on out. Well, we got to, the then we got to revival podcast. We got to get into like Marvel, like if during this, these, like this, like very short window and start reading through all of them until we can find it. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. There he is. Doesn't have his mask on though. I can't believe you didn't immediately recognize that and note it. I, I feel like because he didn't have the mask on, I didn't. And he has like the moon symbol. Which I forgot about the moon symbol. That's his logo. And he's right next to Spider Man too, which reminds me of the show. Yeah, when Spider Man cameoed on Night Man. Yeah, I remember that. It was great. Yeah. Okay, well that's a beautiful image of Nightman. But let's start with let's start with Ultra Force though. Let's uh let's get back into that. I have a lot more we have a lot more Nightman stuff please, to talk about there. <laughs> please use this photo of uh or that little second of when he is up on the night or up on the uh, building up above <laughs> playing the sax. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, what's her name? Calamity is like, oh, that's the Nightman. He's a jazz sax blower. <laughs> that's the best part of this. You're like, well, where's Nightman? He's right here. It's like, what? Where is he? He's just on the building. That's awesome. All right. Anyway, though, um, so Ultra Force is, uh, is interesting. I like the, the, the theme. I guess any 90s cartoon theme is really good so that's oh i hated it oh man <laughs> they just like it's just they're... like vague rock and then like ultra force just like some dudes <laughs> shouting <laughs> so repetitive and boring <laughs> it was really long yeah i think it was longer than the johnny domino or, or the nightman show theme for sure but like only a 22 minute episode it's like a pretty big percent of the episode but like prime the, prime didn't show up in this one but in, he was like he was like the first person they show in the, in the intro and he looks pretty awesome. He's just like a kid. And then he just like bulks up and like, gets like these huge, huge muscles. He's awesome, man. I can't wait. So to I watched, I watched that episode too, okay. just because I was interested in it. I didn't realize he was basically like Shazam. Right. Yeah. But better. He's a kid who becomes like the superhero. Yeah. So like his, his episode, he discusses this quite a bit. Oh, Okay. So, okay, yeah, just Sh- Shazam. Does he have to say something? Does he have to I don't say know. Prime? Like he was, he was okay. talking about like it, some girl from his uh, science class was almost damaged by this building that was ca- crashing down when these bad guys were trying to rob a yeah. bank, and he's like, "Oh no, that's that girl from science. I better go save her." And then he's like, "Oh, these bad guy monsters—they're like me. They're also children. They must be ultras." And then he just tries to investigate them with the team. Okay. It's, it's an interesting episode. It was awesome. Yeah. Shazam. Prime. Prime. Yeah, that's that's the real one. But yeah, going back to uh, the night and the nightman, though, I like that we get to see like a different interpretation of the cable car accident. And I, I like that they still kept it a cable car accident as well. Like they, they didn't stray too far from the source material but um yeah actually in the comic i think johnny was driving as well when he and he got hit by a cable car right do you remember yeah i don't think he's performing at a special event special cable private cable car party in the comic (laughs) they're like billionaires and shit yeah (laughs) so okay yeah that's right i forgot about that but i i do like in this how he like see Johnny just like driving recklessly as he does. He's and driving like a total cunt too. Yeah, he's a fucking maniac, <laughs> like blasting jazz music on the radio. And he just like drifts, like Tokyo drifts into the tracks of the cable car and gets like hit by the cable car. It was awesome. It was a really good accident. So this cable car just magically gets hit by space lightning. 
for some kind of reason. And that's right as Johnny Domino is running into it in his car. So magically, the space lightning transfers from the cable car after it zaps everyone on it to him and his car and zaps him as well. It was awesome. It was pretty good, yeah. So it created like a bug monster villain who... Yeah, there was a lady... There was a lady like holding a, it looked like a grasshopper in a little tank and a little cage mm-hmm. on the cable car. And magically it turns her into that bug lady, but she also kind of has the powers of a uh, face off for some reason. It was, it was a lot of weird stuff. I, I feel like, I feel like that monster was not a human at all. It was a, it was a, the bug. Oh, the bug turned in. Oh yeah. And yeah. Then, because of the had two body bugs or a cocoon. Yeah. yeah right. Okay. So I think it just was the bug by the end, but I, I didn't realize it until the very end. I thought it was just the girl merged with bug powers or something. Yeah, because she kept talking about her dad and what, what an asshole he was. Yeah, that's true. That's a weird storyline. I don't know why. Why would the bug care about that? Well, I don't know. Okay, so yeah, this this uh, this villain like puts people in cocoons and then steals their likeness. We got Johnny being a being a ladies' man when he wakes up from the. In the hospital, he immediately starts trying to bang the nurse, which is, I'm glad. I'm glad that he's doing that because sure. this is, this is what I want to see out of Johnny Domino. Even in a nineties cartoon, he just has the same mannerisms. <laughs> we even get a house of soul performance with like, this sax is like enormous. This is like the biggest saxophone I've ever, I've ever seen. Like the, the sound hole is like the size of a tuba. It, it It's it's a really weirdly draw. Someone's just like shitty at drawing, I guess. Cause it's a really shitty looking sax, but it's, it's cool. Hey, no, this, this isn't the nightman comic book. They don't know how to draw saxophones on ultra force. That's not their cup of tea. That's not their lane. They should have, they should have brought someone in, hire a contractor to do the sax drawings. Then cause like it's very important for nightman or Johnny to play a sax. Also, another thing from the comic is, um, Johnny's like getting his suit on, which they didn't show Raleigh giving him the suit. So I, I don't know where the suit There is no Raleigh in the comics. I know that's, I, I forgot about Johnny that. Johnny makes too. it himself. Remember? Did he make all that shit himself? Like, does he fly in the comics? I don't even remember. Ooh, uh, I don't think there's flying. I don't think so either. Like, like after he gets the powers, he spends a couple nights, like not playing sax at the hall whatever the venue is yeah. and he just goes out on patrol and slowly but surely he's like convincing himself you know what i am going to become a superhero and then he starts building his own costume okay and that's when he decides to officially become the nightman oh i think the raleigh thing makes more sense because he worked for the government and had like secret military technology but I, man I, I don't know i just I, I don't know what nightman's suit does is it just a suit it's yeah, nightman cannon off of the show it's but I've watched 48 episodes of the show, so it's hard not to. Yeah, but we read all all that first issue beforehand. That's true. We know the true story. Yeah. The facts. I think the show make, takes it makes it better. The, the show improves upon it. How dare you? <laughs> it's the, the cable car show, that's a way better reason for him to be on that cable car lightning strike than just ramming oh, into it. Hold on. A private concert for all the billionaires yeah, awesome. of a city on yes. like a fucking 36 person cable car. And he happens to be booked for as the in car entertainment <laughs> yeah. is a better origin story. Yeah. The like 10 by six car cable car that he like jam a fucking. Yeah, it makes sense. I love it. It's funnier. I wish he drove the Prowler in the show in the cartoon though. That would have been awesome. They brought back the Nightmobile. It's still like a hot rod of some kind, but yeah, it's not the same as the Prowler. Johnny, uh, another thing from the comics that I forgot about is like Nightman carrying a gun just for backup. So he's hey, like Johnny Johnny Domino <laughs> will not hesitate to put a motherfucker down no. if they don't immediately comply. He's like real life police. He is, yeah. It's awesome i like that we see him like like putting holstering his gun to like get ready to go out in the show you gotta know he's always back it <laughs> yeah i forgot about that man that was so funny the first time he's like all right i am packing heat so 
That's my backup. Plan B is always just shoot him in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he always tries to Try do to plan A. To comply. Yeah. If that doesn't work out after two seconds, you shoot. Yeah, because like plan A, you know, try to do like superhero stuff. But plan B, just shoot him in the face. Have him take a knee and shoot him in the back of the head. That's, you this know. Is, this is the early 90s before is. body cam footage existed. That's and vigilantes don't wear body cams anyway. So. That's true. Nightmare people are never TikToking. Go people are gonna TikTok this shit and post Johnny <laughs> Domino. No. Oh, um. So they're at this. Uh, I guess not House of Soul, but wherever. Uh, Johnny's playing with this band, and he sees like this the hot girl get uh, taken away by the the bug creature while he's blowing sax, and then he just like Zorak. I was just calling her Lady Zorak. Lady Zorak. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good name. So he just puts his sax down and just like runs off the stage during the song. And like the band just continues to play without Johnny. And that like later you see him just playing with the sax on the stand, just like, but they're just still going. Like nobody's like, because you know, Domino is on the marquee. Like it said, he's a famous jazz player in this universe as well. So it, it's just strange that nobody like seemed to notice that Johnny stopped playing. I feel like everyone should stop dancing. The band should stop playing and everyone should be like all eyes on Johnny. Like oh, what's going on with Johnny? Like the crowd was still dancing the entire time and never mm-hmm. stopped missing a beat. And Johnny had to like kind of shove his way through them. That's what I'm saying. That's weird that they weren't like, Hey, what's going on, Johnny? Is everything okay? Yeah, You'd like stop in the middle like of a song. Stops. You'd think everyone would stop moving and yeah. like look around panicked. That's what I would think. Like, oh my yeah. God. The jazz stop is over. What, what the fuck? Right. What happened? Right. Uh, speaking of dancing, Lady Zorak is like dancing with, um, I don't know, the girl's dad or whatever, a billionaire fucking asshole guy. And like, <laughs> I, I like the way they danced. Like the animation is like really fucking goofy and like stiff and it's pretty good. I recommend like, watching they're, that they're, scene. They're doing like this, like slow dance together and yeah. <laughs> like it goes from the dance floor inside of the music hall or venue or the fucking banquet hall because it's like some private ceremony thing that that guy's throwing for a hospital. So I don't know what that is. Like maybe it's a hospital, like fucking conference room. But they go all the way from that room, the dance floor in that room, all the way out to this, the middle of this fucking garden, like yeah, fucking like- acres and acres away. Still slow dancing all awkwardly the entire fucking way. Yeah, they they like they're doing like a spin dance thing and they like spin like all the way through the parking lot into like a corn maze or whatever or a hedge maze and shit. Like yeah. it's really fucking like bizarre how they ended up out there. Could have just walked out there, I think, and that would have been less that would have been way less awkward. I feel like it would be taking the same amount of time too. Just like, oh yeah, let's walk out there real quick, find somewhere quiet. All right, and then at the well, skipping to the very end, the the whole Nightman thing of them like, oh, where's where's Nightman? And he's like, oh, he's right here. And then they turn around and he's gone. Um, and they're like, well, well, where is he? And then he's just blowing sacks on the roof as Nightman. That's like the first time we see Nightman blowing sacks. I think it's always been Johnny. It's always been very separate. You know, I don't think we've ever, we've ever seen Nightman in the costume blowing sacks. So it's cool to see. But if he can't fly, then how the fuck? I think that's going to give away his secret identity, though. You would think. Oh yeah, you would think. Like, oh my god, this guy's amazing. He must take lessons from Johnny Domino, or or perhaps he is blowing sax. Okay, the hair. Okay. (laughs) Oh shit! I figured this out. I pieced this together. The five o'clock shadow. Yeah. Like, yeah, it can't be that hard to piece together. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like the special jazz musician who we hired for this uh, private ceremony who magically left during the show as the bug was getting attacked or foiled is now gone on top of the uh, roof playing the same awesome jazz solo that Johnny Domino stopped in the middle of. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Man, I miss Johnny Domino already. I like these uh, ultra guys that he teamed up with in this one. The lady is kind of like a Professor X type where she's got this cool. It's similar to like his cartoonishly huge, weird yellow floating wheelchair (laughs) from the old X-Men cartoon. I don't know what the fuck it was called, but what was her name? Was it Calamity? Something like that. Yeah. 
so the bug like originally cocoons her and seals her identity. And then I don't know how, but that also gives the bug all of her powers too. So she's magically got like all this super strength and she can like make little blasts of some kind of like laser energy or something. And then later on on the, uh, so it is San Francisco in this. It's not Bay City. So I don't remember if it's actually San Francisco in the comics. I think it probably is. It is. Yeah. Okay. So like on the Golden Gate Bridge, they do the Spider-Man thing where like, oh no, there's a school bus. It's about to fall. And Stonehead, Stonehands, who's like the team leader of the Ultra Force team, he shows up to try to help Nightman fucking save San Francisco. And she eventually tries cocooning him, but Nightman is there just in time with his trusty handgun to shoot Lady Zorak. And the blast from the gun sends her flying into a fucking electrical tower, power grid thing that electrocutes her, and that magically uh, undoes her cocoon on -hmm. Stonehands. He's saved. It was awesome. It was cool. That's um, that's hard case. Not Stonehands. Hard case. Yeah. Okay. I like that name, hard case. I like in the cartoon episode introduction of him. He picks up just his name. Yeah. Like, yeah, throws it. <laughs> as if it's like a statue monument to him. And he just throws that. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. But yeah. Ultra Force is an interesting show, I guess. It wasn't, wasn't that bad. I mean, dated, but I thought like the voice acting was pretty good. A lot of times, like those old animated series can have like pretty shit voice acting. But like, I thought Johnny Domino's voice was really good. Yeah, it it wasn't bad. It really wasn't. Yeah, I was surprised at how at the quality voice acting of the show. And only like the dancing animation like really sucked and the sax drawing. So that that was another negative. But overall, great great looking show. It's pretty well done. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It's like an old uh, X-Men cartoon but better. Anything else about Ultra Force? No. All right. Cool. I'm just thinking about that Professor X, like, huge, absurd wheelchair. (laughs) What a hilarious wheelchair to drive around. Was there any point to that? I don't know. Like, (laughs) because she was up and walking around throughout the episode, so it wasn't something that she needed. Well, I just mean, like... maybe, maybe it's more kind of like, on DC, they've got that character who rides in that, like, time chair kind of thing. Maybe it's sort of something more like that, that controls, like, I don't know. I just mean Professor X's, though. Did Professor X's chair do anything? Or was it just to, like, be a fucking asshole and, like, take up a shitload of space? I mean, it's how he moved. Couldn't walk. Yeah, but, like, couldn't he get, like, a smaller wheelchair? Why does it have to be so big? You would think he could have a regular wheelchair. Yeah, a regular wheelchair would be suffice, wouldn't it? But that one, maybe this one helped his telepathic powers magically somehow. Maybe standard issue wheelchairs don't do that they don't no you need the big like like Boost triple wide wheelchair yeah yeah you have to take up it a, has to hover too you have to get custom doors to the the expansion the x-men yeah whatever it's called expansion university i remember having that action figure and when you would open up the little armrest <laughs> yeah. on it you could pull out, like, I don't even know what the fuck they were supposed to be. They might have been, like, little laser guns or something, but you could pull those out and oh, put okay. them in his hands and pretend he was shooting, which classic <laughs> Professor awesome. Charles Xavier always shooting guns, you know? He has, like, Ninja Turtle pizzas in there. That would have been awesome. <laughs> that would be cool. That's where he keeps his pizzas and his handguns. I would keep so much Diet do in mind if I were Professor X. Uh, yeah, true. It's a lot of stuff you could keep in there. All right, so that's it for speaking of Nightman. Yeah, speaking of Nightman, that's it for the uh, TV appearances of Nightman. So let's move into a, the next comic appearance. Night talk counts as night talk now. Black September. Um, so this is like we've heard a lot about Black September, as everyone has. I feel like this didn't even really clear up what the fuck black september is even though it's called black september <laughs> like <laughs> i still so don't understand it unanswered questions and so much confusion yeah it's this this answered zero questions and raised a lot more but, but like 
What the fuck? You you absolutely have to read all the precursor uh, Black September special events that lead up to it to have any fucking clue what the fuck's going on in Black September, which they don't right. warn you about ahead of time. Yeah, so apparently it's one of those comic book things where it like spans like a ton of different series and just like random issues of random fucking books and so yeah, not not a good jumping in point to figure out what is Black September. We're just following around Amber Hunt, who is a cave woman that merges with a. So, did you read this one first, or did you read the Exiles one? I read this one first. I figured that the only I did that Exiles too. would help and clear that up. Fuck! I wish I read them in opposite order because if we would have read that Exiles one first, at least that introduced like that Amber girl and like a couple of like their members who randomly like pop up throughout this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, it's fine. I figured that Black Se- or um, all new exiles would spin off from Black September, but uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess, but it doesn't make any sense. They haven't. We we see the Infinity Gems, so that's that's fun. Are they supposed to be Very. different from the Infinity Stones, or really different? These are gems. These are gems. Okay, not stones or gauntlets or. It's true. It's just gems. They're copywritten items, right? Yeah, they and they have the gems, like five of them turn into monsters, and then two of them go to Amber Hunt, or one of them goes to Amber Hunt, and then another one is just like a stone somewhere. And I don't know why all of them wouldn't just change into monsters. Makes no well, sense. She got fire power things that kind of makes her monstrous, right? Yeah, and she got like the time stone, so I don't know why... That gives her like time gem, time gem, time totally, gem. totally different okay, non-copyrighted thing here. Come yeah. on, well, this is whoa, Marvel, whoa. so they could just Disney. use the stones, right? Like, why wouldn't they? Can't they just use it? If, if you liked that Marvel Avengers movie, you're gonna love this comic book because this is where they got that idea from. Oh yeah, that's true. This is what inspired Jack Kirby back in 1960 to write all those uh, Jack Kirby and Stanley to write all those uh, Infinity Gauntlet shit. Yeah, this is the source material right here. Yeah, the Infinity Stones they, are... They borrowed from the Infinity Stones, yes. Gems. Borrowed from the gems. Yeah, fuck. Wait, it's hard. It's hard to I'm confusing myself now. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, yeah, they showed us these uh, the other gems turning into monsters, and I didn't come back to that. They just flew away as monsters, but, like, they didn't show up again. Oh, I mean, just read on in all the other Malibu oh. comics black september era oh they like flew to other books probably okay that makes sense damn you're not gonna gonna get all all seven in one issue come on how are you gonna promote this as like your biggest event of 1993 or whenever the fuck it was yeah i don't know i kind of want to see if anybody like traced the events of black september (laughs) The, the more we talk about this Oh, fucking looks like it. Oh, fuck. Okay. So it starts in Ultra Force number eight and nine, Ultra Force slash Avengers prelude number one, Ultra Force 10, The Iceman Cometh. Whoa, shit. Ultra Force Infinity, issue number Infinity, Black September, issue number Infinity. So that, oh man, we're like way deep into it then. Uh, Rune Infinity, Marta Infinity, the all new Exiles Infinity. Okay, so we need to just find this Infinity. Siren Infinity is where it ends. Okay, so that's the. We're not even close to the beginning of it no. in this book. Well, that's <laughs> fucked up because, like, they keep okay. talking about it and, like, do they even say Black September uh, in this issue? To I don't be think they fair. Did. No one kept talking about it. We saw one issue of Nightman that advertised it and went off of that. I've just been hearing about it constantly from like all the Nightman crossovers with Loki and fucking Wolverine, as we all have in Gambit. They all mentioned Black September. Yeah. All of you and I in a week. Well, yeah. They did keep advertising that Avengers, uh, Ultra Force crossover though, because they had some advertisements for like Black Knight and the uh, Ultra Force team teaming up. 
So I assume that's what that was. Yeah, fuck yeah. I hope so. But it wasn't in the Black September arc, so what else did I have about this? War Strike is pretty cool, but I don't really understand his whole story because I guess we're jumping in in the middle. Yeah, so he's, he's the ruler of New L.A. Yeah, that's pretty badass. It's like a medieval castle now for some reason. Yeah, he's the king. And he rules with an iron fist. You either follow his decrees or you die. He's got this badass executioner who'll murder you. He's got a daughter named Jamie and he found one of the gems and gave it to her. Pretty cool. And his best friend Nick is secretly working with the rebels. Yeah, what a dick. Which I think are supposed to be the good guys. I, I don't really know. It's hard to tell. They kinda had this they kinda had this all out <laughs> battle, but they never really made it abundantly clear who the good and who the bad guys were. I assume the guy who executes people for not following his rules is probably supposed to be the bad guy. Yeah, but by the end he has like the most but he's a loving growth. father yeah. who just like Cares so much about his fucking daughter and her safety, like it's hard to root against him. Yeah, right. And these are like you would do anything in the world to save his fucking girl, but he's supposed to be this evil fucking bad guy, I guess. Well, he's a sympathetic villain, I guess. So, you know, gotta love sympathetic villains. The last note I had was a uh, was Dirt Devil. I just like that name for that guy. I got it was cool. Devil. Hey, that was I cool. like. His giant handlebar mustache, too. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. All right. What else do you have about Black September? Uh, so, one real note I had here was for some, they have a little page where uh, someone's trying to like cancel out someone else's magic spell. It's uh, a circle with an X over it next to a red triangle. And then at the very bottom of the page, it says translated from R1. And it's translates to destroy magic so i have no idea if that's a real magic language that someone uses or why the fuck and how the fuck they created this language but they still felt it the necessary need of the translation in the box at the bottom for us so thanks for that yeah i guess it's real maybe i don't know i try to look it up it's a made-up magic language in the marvel universe for some random planet's fucking magic. I don't know. Oh, okay. Got so, it. Perhaps. <laughs> Maybe. I was thinking it was like some kind of witchcraft thing or something that they put a translation in there, but I couldn't find anything. It's totally real language. Um, yeah. And now I know how to say stop magic or yeah. destroy magic shit. <laughs> this uh, cool lady on the rebel team, she's a, a ninja assassin. Rukin, who is also on the uh, Exiles team, and there's this one page where she's he's talking to this guy who, I guess, their version of Morbius or the inspiration for Morbius, and she's keeping him busy and distracted, and she's like, "It's all so I could do," and then it's like dot dot dot. It's just she throws a ninja star in this motherfucker's eye, kind of similar to Butters on that one South Park episode where they're playing <laughs> with the fucking ninja toys that they bought at the flea market yeah and it just gets stuck in this guy's eye and uh and then just real big it goes this exclamation point and i thought that was the fucking funniest panel ever because it reminded me so much of that butter scene that's the inspiration i enjoyed that a lot yeah 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 good stuff anything else oh all right i only wrote those two notes for this entire episode very ho-hum stuff yeah yeah i had I struggled to get notes in the next one too, but I guess speaking of uh, show Rio, yeah, damn it, what is this? The all new exiles. This is a speaking of Amber Hunt, yeah, Amber Hunt. Hunt rhymes with cunt, it That's does. Good. That's yeah. why I like her, yeah, I like that too. So, her husband, Mike this Hunt. one. So this one also had to have uh, started off a long, long time ago and stuff that we have never read or seen yet yeah. because like Juggernaut is already here and a member of their team and he's already like in love with this Amber girl. So he's clearly been there for fucking long enough that he's mad, madly in love with that girl on the team. 
So we clearly missed quite a bit of whatever the fuck was going on with this. Yeah, I was surprised that like he's already like the main cast of this book, which I was surprised to see. But he seemed to be the only Marvel character doing anything there. Like they mentioned the Fantastic Four and then they didn't go see the thing. So I, I didn't really like this book. I mean, when I picked it last week, it said that there was going to be Juggernaut and two other random people from the Marvel Universe who also transferred over here somehow, but I had never heard of them and I never saw anything about them. So I don't know what the fuck the description was, but it was, it was lying to us and misled us. Yeah. And this is like the first issue of this run of comics too. So it's weird that like they just jump into it and they don't really, they they just kind of throw you in like, yep, here we go. We're picking up exactly where we left off. We're not going to, give anyone any sort of clue as to what's going on how many issues did you make it through this one i read the first one okay i I skimmed through like two more because i the i thought the thing would be there but he never showed up so i gave up yeah this one was kind of lackluster i don't understand like the powers of people either except juggernaut but other than that i'm like I, i don't really understand like what their special thing is um, Dragoon was pretty cool though. He was, he looked cool. I liked, I liked the, uh, what was it? Was it Reaper? Was that his name? Maybe. He seemed like he was a bad guy, but yeah, he was there on the team. But the entire time he's like secretly hiding out, listening to Juggernaut when he's like crying over that Amber girl mm. as if he's plotting something super evil. Yeah. I mean, I guess if the guy looks evil, then you gotta assume. I don't know yeah, why they let him obviously. hang out. Yeah. He's dressed like a bad guy. Though I guess so is Juggernaut, just by way of being the Juggernaut. Well, no, Juggernaut was a good guy and a member of the X-Men for a little bit. Yeah, but... He's had moments of decency. Yeah, but he's mostly an asshole, right? Yes. So, yeah. He's always talk, saying, I'm the Juggernaut bitch. Calling people bitches all the time. I think that happened once. Very rude behavior. I remember it being every time he's around. Every time I watch that X-Men The Last Stand, he's always (laughs) doing it. Yeah. What an asshole. Okay. um, Yeah, I see why all new Exiles was a bust. They really need to stick to Nightman and not the all new Exiles. Put Oh, fuck. Put Nightman with with the Juggernaut. I, I think that'd be a cool team. I would love to see that. I mean... Working with Juggernaut seems a little bit beneath the Nightman, though. Yeah, it does. He's got to be working with, like, higher class people. Who blows jazz sax in the Marvel Universe? There must be someone have anyone that can. Oh, I I guess Gambit is from the Bayou, so he'd probably be the closest thing. Like, Dazzler would probably be the best crossover, because she could take over for Jasmine as the lounge singer. They could team up, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be a dream team, fuck yeah, alright, I've already convinced myself I want this now. Yeah, I just want more Johnny Domino and everything, just pepper him in everywhere. Get him on the Avengers. It's not a terrible idea, I'd I'd read it then. I mean, I, I want him in the Avengers movie. I want Matt McComb to reprise his role as Nightman in the next Avengers film. He can take over for Iron Man because he like I mean, he's has like, all the technology and shit. He's like 30 years older now. That's at fine. At this point in time. I don't care. Just de-age I want, I want a young, I want a young, fruitful Nightman. I don't want old man Nightman. They de-aged Not um, yet. I want that later down the line. Okay. They de-aged uh, Sam Jackson in that Captain Marvel movie. They can do that to Nightman. It'll be fine. Just, just have like... I want them to spend all that fucking CGI money just yeah. to de-age this guy <laughs> from, this, from this shitty TV show that no one else remembers yeah. from 30 years <laughs> We need people to remember, okay? It's, it's important. It was a great show. This was the best show ever made. At Disney Plus Money, they'll do it. Yeah. No worries for them. Yeah, right. It should be fine. Just bring back Nightman. That's all I need. All right. Um... Anything else about that? That's all I have. No, I'm I'm really bummed about my next pick because I thought it tied into this one, and now I'm not thrilled about it tying into this one. <laughs> okay. Well, what is your next pick? 
uh, the all new Exile. Or wait, let me hold up so I get the exact name. All new Exiles versus X Men. Oh, okay. Hopefully, you have some more X Men to carry the story a little. Okay. Yeah, they do. They do have like Gambit and Storm are all on the cover, and Beast, Nice Man, and Rogue. Okay, good. So it's like X Men, but they're going to save their buddy Juggernaut. Can't wait. I'm kind of interested in this Ultra Force number ten, the Iceman Cometh. I really hope it's Bobby Drake. I do too. So let's let's go with the Iceman Cometh. Ultra Force number ten. I don't know if there's any shows, is there? There's no more Nightman shows, so I don't know what to do. Are we getting back to watching comic book related shows? I mean, we can. I don't know what though. I don't have any ideas, so unless you have an idea. If not, then I guess fuck it. The only thing I saw was on Disney Plus that Double Dinosaur Moon Girl little kids cartoon. I didn't put forth any effort to look into anything. That was just a advertisement when I was oh. watching cartoons the other day. Is that a comic book based thing? Double Dinosaur is a Marvel character. Oh, okay. And, and they're re, it used to be Moon Boy, but they revamped it with a new little girl named Moon Girl. Ah, so woke. Yeah, so it's even better now. All right, let's let's watch that. What say the name again? That's that name is too long for me to remember. It's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Devil Dinosaur. Okay. All right, let's let's try that. Hopefully, it's like one I of mean, those five minute things. One of those Disney ones. So I assume it's one of those super yeah. quick, like ten minute ADHD right. children talk things. I hope so. Let's see. All right, cool. Um, so join us next week for that. And in the meantime, follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. At these do the God. Follow us at Giraffes HBT Pod on Facebook and Twitter, SoundCloud.com slash DJ Von Mir for the music, and Patreon.com slash Giraffes Have Black Tongues. See you next week. Bye. Every stereotype about Canadians being like the most insanely nice and kind fucking human beings ever is 100% proven true by all six of them. They were all so unfucking believably like nice to every single person. It was wow. wild. It's too nice. Yeah. Wasn't that sound, gla- sound guy going to be the uh, third mic? Where's he at? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's joining us this week. Okay, great. Oh, wait. What a dick. Better come on here and say sorry. Dude, they all had such thick bassity accents, yeah, too. They did. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. A boot. <laughs> cool. But they, they played all their hits, like, mm-hmm, and that song about Superman fighting Batman's villain, Solomon Grundy. Oh. So that was cool. That is cool. Classics. And, yeah. I saw everything, everywhere, all at once this past weekend. Have you seen that? Wait, have you not seen that before? I thought no. we talked about it a while. I I don't remember. I don't think so. Oh, but I yeah, no, you I just it too. I just got around to watching it. No, no, uh-uh, first time I watched it. Yeah, good movie. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is very creative um, film. I feel like I needed subtitles though. Cause like they, they're like switching back and forth between like Cantonese and English. So it's like, you really have to pay attention. Are you not up to par on your Cantonese anymore? Not really. Cause like, and like even but like my, my wife is like, you know, she's Mandarin. She speaks Mandarin, which there's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of overlap, but it's like very different dialect or whatever. But 
No, because like they'll be speaking English and I, I won't realize it until they're like done speaking. It's like, oh, fuck, they're speaking English. I'm like, that's why there's no subtitle down there. But yeah, interesting movie, though. It was cool. I enjoyed it. Oscar winner now. So I guess everybody agreed with my opinion. Well, it was because of your seal of approval that it right. won. The it finally won or whatever. Yeah, I watched it and then it won an Oscar. Yeah, it was fun. Did you finish The Last of Us? Yeah, so, man, did they speed through the fuck out of that game? They are fucked. They played all of game one, yeah. and the DLC is done. Sure, yeah. fuck but, are they going to do? Well, game two. Well, yeah, but were they planning on this only being a two-season-long show? Like, I saw I, somewhere that they might split the second game into two seasons, so maybe it's going to be three. I guess you could do, like, the... Ellie side for one season and the Abby side for the other season. I don't know how that's going to work, but we'll see. But I mean, I expected them to get through the first game. I, I feel like it'd be bullshit if they didn't get through the first game. I would have done like only halfway through the first game. Oh, season one I'm glad they didn't two. drag it out. I, I like the done pace. That. And then, 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 then the pace is going to be all fucked. It would have been, I think they did okay yeah, with this one. Your HBO, and this is like such a massive, unfucking believable hit. Like, I think the season finale they said set some kind of record for them or something. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, if it's that huge of a, a watchable thing for you, you would want it to go more than two seasons or three seasons. Well, they do limited shit all the time over there at HBO. So, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's that weird. And I think like that intention was probably clear from the start that there's a, there's a, you know, life to it. It's limited. Well, unless they keep going after the fact and just keep following Abby on her adventures after the events of the second game or whatever. So, well, I don't no, know. We'll see. Well, you know, at the end of the game too. Yeah, just do or, that. Or yeah, you can follow Abby and the little bald guy. Right. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I, I'm happy with the pacing. Overall, it was a great show. I, I, I liked it. But I guess, like, that's to be expected as long as the, um, because, like, the game story was good. So it's, that's all right. It's like an abridged version of the game story without, like, all the gameplay stuff. All the cutscenes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, there were a lot parts. of zombies. How many zombies this season? Uh, I was a little blown by that. Not nearly enough for my taste. Yeah. Yeah. I think just that one with the bloater scene, that's where we saw, like, all the zombies and then beyond that i think like the last couple episodes it's like just zero zombies or one or two a handful small handful Black, yeah yeah but yeah it was a good show they didn't fuck it up that's good usually they fuck it up with video game adaptations but i don't feel like they fucked this one up i think they're gonna make a god of war one i heard that somewhere i wonder if that's still happening supposed to be for amazon i think oh okay so Dude, I thought it was. Yeah, I'm excited to see that one. See if they fuck that up. I feel like that'd be easier to fuck up. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. But I think it's an animated show though, kind of like Invincible. So oh, okay. Well, all right. And I saw HBO had a trailer for season four of Barry. I didn't even realize they were making another season of that. After finish the end of season three, I'm only halfway through it still. So. What is Barry? I feel like you've told me before, but I forgot. Uh oh, what's that guy's name from Saturday Night Live and all the Jedi oh, stuff? So, uh, <laughs> later, later, he plays this uh, assassin originally from Ugh. Cleveland. He wears a buzzard 100.7 T-shirts throughout the first season. And he relocates to LA and he wants to become an actor. And Henry Winkler is his acting coach. Ugh. And uh, Stephen Root is in it as his handler. That's cool. And he works with, uh, did do you ever watch any of Gotham? No. The guy who played Victor Saz on that show. He's like this albino guy with alopecia. He's this okay. awesome fucking character who's the star of that show. And he interacts with him a lot. He's with the Chechen uh, mob. And Barry has to work with them a little bit in season one and two. And then he like becomes their enemy. Fucking great. Hmm. It's a show about assassin. Acting. Fun. Doesn't sound like my kind of thing. Saturday Night Live guy, that's like where I 
where I dropped off. But then Saturday Night Live guy uh, pretending to be an actor, like who's playing a character that wants to be an actor, is like even more like, yeah, I don't want to go near that. But, yeah, but he was Saturday Night Live a long, long time ago, and then he made up for it by being in Joe Dapato shit at South Park. He's in South Park? I think he used to write for South Park, too. Let me see if that's the guy I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's the guy I'm thinking of. I, I don't know. Yeah, it, Can't be that funny. Nah, it's not that funny. Yeah. Hilarious. Oh. Oh, maybe maybe I'll try it out. Just just watch the final season, the last six okay. episodes. Yeah. Like Game of Thrones. I'll just start in the middle, like, with uh, yeah. Black September. Yeah, yeah. That's the best jumping on point is the middle right, of shit. Right. Fuck all that board set up. Yeah, fuck that. I don't need it. Just go back and watch the pilot episode for those two seconds where he's wearing the one hundred point seven buzzard t shirt. Okay. I'll just look at that and say, Wow. Sure. He's from Cleveland. Yeah. Cool. I I saw that there's a documentary about Jared from Subway. I kinda wanna watch that. Oh, really? Sounds more up my alley. Yeah. That'll be, that'll be our premiere episode <laughs> yeah, of our true, true crime. <laughs> Jared from Subway. Oh, look at this piece this of shit. This the pedophile guy. I don't even know if my wife like knows who Jared is, but I'll have to ask her. I'll be like, I want to watch this documentary about this guy who was fat, and then he lost a, like, a lot of weight by eating just Subway every day. And then he was a pedophile. <laughs> it's like, that's a great story. Like synopsis. I'm, I'm, I'm in. You could tell me that. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. This morbidly obese guy eats fast food every day and loses weight for an ad campaign. <laughs> and then it then also has like terabytes of child porn. <laughs> now there's a story. Bill Hader as <laughs> morbidly <laughs> obese guy. <laughs> See, I'd watch that. Why can't it ever be something like, like funny like that? It's always like, oh, in a set, he's a cool guy, but he wants to do something like goofy. Can it be like he's a guy doing like a weird shitty thing and then like <laughs> finds out he has dark secrets? I, I need more dark secrets, I guess. Assassin isn't dark enough. I don't care. Yeah. We all kill for money. It's fine. What is that going out on? Um, I think it was Discovery Plus, so I'll just do a free trial or just pirate it. I'll figure it out. I never did a Discovery Plus trial, so I, I could be. I should be. I'll just do that. Is it? I don't even know. Is it Discovery Plus that. the one that's like HBO now? Isn't that is also it? HBO? Oh Mac? fuck! If it is, oh, no. then I'm gonna check that. Wait, let me let me see it. I think it's called like <laughs> like Jared from Subway, and then I forget the the colon Jared from Subway. It's the king. Yeah. Child Jared colon. from Subway, colon, catching a monster. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I hope I hope the little like advertisement poster that they use is the picture of his like former fat guy pants. Like he used to oh, do. Oh yeah. That, I'm sure that's that they gotta use that picture somewhere. You can't not have that picture of him in like the parachute pants or whatever. <laughs> I guess those aren't parachute pants, they're just fat things. Yeah, it says Discovery Plus, so yeah. But yeah, should be cool. I'm I'm excited to see that. Sounds captivating. <laughs> it's gonna be. I know it. 